Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Right, uh, welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also coming to you live on Sirius XM. I'm Nick Eber, a pleasure to be with you. Hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas time. I'm not going to say holidays, you know, I'm, I'm done with this nonsense, okay? December 25th is Christmas. Hanukkah was earlier on, and I guess Kwanzaa is whenever it is. It's like it's enough, okay? Let, let's just say it what it is. Hope you had a great Christmas. And a wonderful Boxing Day, chock full of football. Not as much football, and I'm talking about, obviously, the round ball, not the gridiron type. Uh, Not as much football as I think we all would have liked uh, due to COVID. But I'm going to get into it all. And don't worry, I'm going to give you my picks for all of the matches coming up this week. Because despite COVID's attempt, it's still the silly season of Premier League football. And we have loads of fixtures coming up over the next few days so i'm going to give you my picks for all of them just so that you can you know be ready when when the time comes uh all right uh big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the american forces radio network i uh really you know, it's a pleasure and a privilege to have you guys with me each and every weeknight 6 p.m pacific 9 eastern time then again midnight pacific 3 a.m on the east coast of course listening on american forces uh also whether you're listening on iHeartRadio, tune in the award-winning SiriusXM app or the Sports Byline Broadcast Network or SiriusXM Live, it is a great to be with you. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. You can find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Uh, we have matches Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday in the Premier League. Then we're going to take a little break, and we won't be back with the Premier League until the 14th. So I'm going to give you my best shot here at some of these picks. Of course, the biggest match of the break is happening at Stamford Bridge, where Liverpool will visit Chelsea. That is going to happen uh, on the 2nd of January in the new year. All right. Never fear, folks. We're going to get to it all right here World Soccer Radio. I'll be right back after these messages. So sit tight, grab a drink, head to the loo. Listen to these messages, and I'll be right back after this. All right, uh, welcome back. World Soccer Radio, Nick Eber with you here. <clears throat> you're a Premier League fan, this is the best possible time of the year, COVID notwithstanding, to really enjoy the fruits of the greatest reality show on earth. I'm, of course, talking about the Premier League. We've had a bunch of matches already. Boxing Day, usually an extravaganza, less so this year because of the obvious issue with covid and match cancellations i mean we had a lot of match cancellations arsenal alone have had three four four matches cancelled right three three matches 
Brighton. Three matches. Spurs, two matches. Wolves, two matches. Actually, I think Spurs have had three matches cancelled, if I'm not mistaken. It's causing havoc when you try to get a handle on where we are in the table, where things are going to look come May when the league ends. Uh, usually at this point, you know, we have all of the matches and it, it's easy to uh, ascertain. Uh, you say, you know, the team at the top by the end of the year uh, is usually the one that will win. I think you've got to throw that out the window. Same thing with some of the betting odds that I've been giving you because you just never know how things are going to unravel. But look, when I talk betting on sports, there is only one place I go, and that is betonline.ag. Folks, they have a brand new website, a brand new website with a new interface. They've got more props and odds bets than ever before. And if you're looking for the Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, the Bundesliga, Ligue 1, or you're looking for the Champions League or the Nations League or any of the FIFA tournaments, or you're looking for Major League Soccer or NFL, college football, basketball, hockey, baseball, boxing, MMA, Olympics, they got it all. They are truly your one-stop shop for all your sports betting needs. And right now, you can get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's right, a 50% bonus on your first deposit. Just go to betonline.ag, sign up, and use promo code BLEAV50, Believe50. That's our podcast network, by the way, the Believe Podcast Network. And you will get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. So you've, you've already won. I will endeavor to go through the matches that I picked uh, on Friday for Boxing Day. And I can tell you, I, I think I got most of them correct. And I think I actually think they're here. I, I hope I didn't throw them out. Uh, I think I got most of them correct, with a couple of exceptions. So anyway, head over to betonline.ag. You won't regret it. It's the place that I've been betting on sports since whenever. Really, there is actually, to be honest with you, only a couple of places I have ever actually bet on sports. And that was... Uh, betonline.ag is the place that I go. All right. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give you, uh, do a full match preview at some point for the midweek matches here. Let's talk about the table. Let's talk about where things sit. Um, but first of all, I think we need to talk about some of the stories uh, roiling the world of football. Uh, uh, Edison Cavani rescuing a point for man united who are you know really a team in some in 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 really big trouble you combine that with uh, the fact that we've had a situation where anthony martial is telling united he wants to leave uh we've obviously got jesse lingard we've got a bunch of other low-hanging fruit of players including pogba that are on their way out uh we are going to see where things go with Man United. I believe the big recipient of Man United's issues will be Newcastle United, who are, you know, quite frankly, put on a very spirited performance against Manchester United, uh, scoring the early goal and then really keeping them out. It was just sort of a defensive lapse that let Cavani in uh, to score the equalizer. But, you know, Man United have to be hoping to do more than just have a draw with one of the worst teams in the league. Because Newcastle United really are. Uh, Gareth Bale and Isco on their way out of Madrid. Again, 
Hello, Newcastle United. I wonder, would Gareth Bale go to Newcastle? That's a question. That's a question. Uh, Real Madrid hoping to unload players so that they can sign Kylian Mbappe, um, although he can sign a pre-contact agreement with a foreign club from January the 1st. Uh, he's not going to decide what he wants to do until March after the Champions League uh, tie between Real Madrid and PSG. And I, I spoke to you about that one when we were looking at the Champions League fixtures talking about just how absolutely stellar that matchup was. Um, Ruben Neves is uh, a target for Man United, uh, as Ralph Ragnick wants a new midfielder at United. That's being reported by the Mirror. Fernand Torres uh, is going to move to Barcelona from Man City. Uh, we, we knew that was happening. Uh, he has his uh, medical coming up. Cavani, also wanted by Barcelona. And it's interesting that they would want someone who's 34 years old. But, you know, I think they're just looking for kind of a stopgap. Someone that can come in, fill a need, and that need, of course, goal scoring. In terms of who United are targeting, they're looking for some German players. Uh, Florian Wirtz from Leverkusen. Uh, they're looking at Luca Netz from uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach. And uh, Eric Martel from Bochum. And, uh, pardon me, from Leipzig. And Armel Belakotchap from Bochum. Those are the ones that are on German Ralph Ragnick's wanted list. So should be no huge surprise there. Um, United, are, uh, as in Newcastle United, are looking to sign uh, Bubakar Kamara. Uh, he is currently uh, a free agent at the end of the season. Uh, United, Manchester United and Chelsea also looking. We're going to see the exercise of money. We're going to see just how that works. Um Ainsley uh, Maitland-Niles is going to leave Arsenal for Roma. That's being reported by Goal Magazine. Uh, let's have a look. David Moyes wants to sign Lloyd Kelly from Bournemouth to deal with uh, West Ham's defensive problems, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. And um, Chelsea are looking to return Conor Gallagher from loan. Uh, apparently Thomas Tuchel thinks he's ready to actually start fighting for a place in the side after being on loan at Crystal Palace. Um, John Terry is going to come back to Chelsea and help with youth development. And Andrea Radrizani uh, admit that Leeds may have to sell some players in order to keep themselves where they want to be. Uh, interesting stories, nothing massive. Again, the January window is where we're really going to see the execution of the strategy of some of these clubs that we've talked about. Whether it's, you know, in Spain you're looking at Barcelona and Real Madrid. I mean, as Nick Webster said a couple of weeks ago, Real Madrid are in much better form right now in terms of looking forward than, say, Barcelona are. But neither Real Madrid or Barcelona really have that much money to spend, so what they do, how they free the money up, and how much they ultimately spend is going to be very, very interesting. And we'll see if they feel the need to spend in January or they're just going to wait. In terms of the Premier League, I think the one that we're all looking for is Newcastle United. They have all the money in the world. Clearly, they have some limitations on how they can use it because of financial fair play. But they need to not be relegated. And right now, with 11 points in the league, they are firmly in the relegation zone and look quite awful despite a good performance against Manchester United. That really is the big story. You get bought by the Saudis. You continue to struggle. Uh, the Saudis buying themselves a very expensive championship team. 
that's going to have to be retooled and then promoted back in? Or are they able to save it in January? Or is generally a forlorn hope? Is it a lost cause? And are they just going to let the chips fall where they may? And if they go down to the championship next season, give them an opportunity to boss the championship and come back up to the Premier League. We'll have to wait and see. But what I can tell you is I think the future looks decent for Newcastle United. The long-term future, the short-term future, eh, not so much. This is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. Going to take a break. We're presented by betonline.ag. And I'll be right back with more after this. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio, presented by betonline.ag. I'm Nick Eber. You can find me right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again, 3 uh, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast, if you're listening on Sports Overnight America. We have a lot to get to today. I, I said before the break that one of the things this COVID um, turmoil was having, one of the problems is that usually... By this time of the year, we're getting close to be able to say, to be in a position to say, the team at the top of the table usually, usually will push on and win the league. Well, the team at the top of the table at the end of the year will almost certainly be Manchester City, who have played 19 games scored 50 goals, conceded 12, drawn two, lost two. Second in the table is Liverpool, who have played 18 games. They have 41 points. They've won 12, drawn five, lost only one, scored the same amount of goals as City, 50, and have conceded almost the same, 15 goals versus 12. The problem is, is that it gets very difficult to decide or to be able to say the table at the team at the top of the table will be the one uh, to go on and win it because we've had so many teams that have had an enormous number of delayed suspended matches. Now, at the top of the table, a little bit less. I mean, Liverpool have had two susp- two matches cancelled. They had the Leeds match at Anfield um, cancelled because of or postponed because of COVID, and they've had the match at the Emirates. The same thing. Uh, Manchester City, surprisingly enough, um, I don't believe have had any matches suspended or cancelled. Whereas Chelsea have had two matches cancelled, suspended. So if you think about it, Liverpool and Chelsea both, well, Chelsea less so because they have 19 matches as well played. But the way it sits right now, it's very hard to determine who's going to be the winner at the end of January. Or oh, pardon me, the end of May. Um, it is looking like Man City are on an unstoppable roll. You know, we've seen this. We've seen this before. I mean, they had that big loss against Crystal Palace at home back in the end of October. That was a shocker. And quite frankly, uh, you know, capped out a not-so-great week 
or actually even six days, uh, six match days for City, as they drew Southampton, beat Chelsea 1-0, uh, drew Liverpool, uh, beat Burnley, uh, beat Brighton, and then lost to Crystal Palace. But since that time, it's been nothing but full steam ahead. Uh, take no prisoners. And they've really gone from what looked like a scoring a lethargy to an absolute massive amount of goals being scored. You know, they kind of did the same thing last season, okay? They went between the 28th of November and the 2nd of March, my birthday, by the way, unbeaten. They went between match day 9 and match day 27, okay? That's 18 matches unbeaten. But then they had three losses, and they lost, uh, if you remember this, they lost to Man United, uh, they lost to Leeds, and they lost to Chelsea, and then they lost to Brighton. But it was never really in question this season. They were so far ahead, they could take their foot off the gas. So this season's going to be fascinating to watch, to look at what Man City do, to see if they can keep the pressure on. Can they just keep rolling on the way they are? And we can ask the same question about Liverpool. who have been nothing short of spectacular this season. Maybe one too many draws. I mean, let's be honest, the draw against Brentford was disappointing. The draw against Brighton was disappointing. And the draw against Tottenham were disappointing. But they've only had one loss, and that was a loss to West Ham, 3-2, if you remember, at uh, the London Stadium. So, in my opinion... It's going to be a two-horse race, although you can never count Chelsea out. So I'm going to say this. I don't think the team at the top of the table come the end of the year is necessarily going to win the league. I think they stand a very good chance of it because it's going to be Man City. And whether whether there was a COVID break or not, it's going to be Man City and Liverpool once again pushing each other to the end of the season. Possibly Chelsea. We have to wait and see. And there are some big matches ahead, folks. New Year's Day, we'll see Manchester City go to the Emirates to play Arsenal, a much-improved Arsenal, I might add, with with wins in a row, Southampton, West Ham, Leeds, and Norwich. Now, understanding Manchester City are none of those teams. That fourth spot for the Champions League is going to be where the exciting competition takes place. Right now, Arsenal are six points in front of Tottenham, but they have three games in hand. Those games are for Spurs, are away at Brighton, away at Burnley, and away at Leicester. You have to think Brighton and Bur- uh, Burnley and uh, um, who was the other one I said? Uh, Brighton and Burnley should be wins for Spurs. Leicester City could be a draw, could be a loss, could be a win. Either way, six points settle time up with Arsenal. That's why it is so interesting to watch this. And Arsenal again maxing the number of games currently at nineteen. 
One point behind Tottenham, but with two less games in hand, is West Ham. Same thing with Man United, although Man United have one game in hand on Tottenham. I don't see United, West Ham, or Tottenham. I don't see United or West Ham grabbing that fourth spot right now, unless there's some massive change. It is very possible we're going to end the league in the way it looks right now. Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, one through four. Could very well be in that order. We're going to have to wait and see if Man City have any sort of a blip this season. I mean, they feel strong enough to sell Ferran Torres, so, you know, you have to think, probably not. But you just don't know. They have a match coming up against Brentford. But let's take a look at the matches that have just passed, shall we, in the last few minutes of this segment. Uh, and let's talk about the matches that happened on Boxing Day, uh, because those are uh, the ones that I told you how to bet on. So let's take a look at how we did. And unfortunately, I don't have the odds sheet anymore. I think I chucked it out. So you'll excuse me unless I can find it over here in this pile of nonsense. But uh, I don't want to waste your time while I look. So that's called great preparation. But it is the holiday season, so you will forgive me, of course. Okay, a Boxing Day. We started off with a thriller at Man City. A nine-goal extravaganza as Man City whomped on Leicester uh, six goals to three. You know, there's something about this Leicester City team. They are really capable of doing anything. But, you know, keep in mind, they went 3-0 down with goals um, from City by De Bruyne, Mares, and Gundogan. And then they tied it up 3-3 with three quick goals from Madison, uh, Lookman, and Iheanacho. And then it just kind of, the wheels kind of fell off the bus, right? Oh, pardon me. There was a 4-3, excuse me. Then they went to 4-3. Uh, and then they went, uh, they lost it in the 69th minute. And then the 87th minute. Raheem Sterling getting two goals. And two penalties, by the way. So some of that is Leicester City's fault. A good match, loads of goals. Um, you know, Brendan Rodgers has his work cut out for him there. Um, next up, we saw Arsenal go to Norwich and score five goals. Folks, if you are a, an Arsenal supporter, this is what you wanted to see. It's not if you beat a bad team. It's if you start firing on all cylinders. And whether it was... Uh, uh, Bukayo Sako, whether it's Kieran Tierney, uh, Lacazette, or Smith Rowe scoring in the in the dying embers of the game, that's what you want to see. And by the way, Saka had two goals. That's what you want to see from your club, and, and I think Arsenal supporters, you know, didn't see that early. And I think Arteta, who I suspected was on the managerial hot seat, is in no way, shape, or form on the managerial hot seat. Uh, Spurs getting a great win at home against Crystal Palace, and you know, for Spurs, it has been a well-needed turnaround. They are unbeaten in their last six matches. And that is quite something for a team that was seriously, seriously struggling. All right, the other matches. West Ham losing at home to Southampton. 
This was a shocker. Defensively, this team has problems. That's why David Moyes looking to make some moves in the transfer market in January. All right, look, we're just about out of time. When we come back, let's wrap up um, Chelsea Villa, Brighton Brentford, Newcastle Man United, and let's move right on with our midweek silly season predictions. This is your pundits, Premier League patented preview and pick show. Be right back after this. All right, welcome back, World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. We're presented by BetOnline.ag. Find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I'd love to hear from you. By the way, if you miss any part of the show, don't worry about it, because you can always catch us on our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network, anytime. Uh, you can find the podcast network, uh, either go to Believe.com, or you can go to uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you usually get your podcast, just search words, World Soccer Radio, and you will find this show available as soon as it is over. So doesn't get any better than that. So, um, all right, um, we are talking about the matches that happened over Boxing Day. And by the way, we're presented by betonline.ag, if I didn't already tell you that. We talked about West Ham, Southampton, and really West Ham have been, they haven't been a disappointment, okay? Because, I mean, I think David Moyes has done a great job. He's there for the long haul. But they've certainly had a rough run of form since the end of November. Where in the last seven matches, they've won only one. And that is a big problem. You just can't afford to lose that many games and hope to keep pace, you know, in what is a very, very competitive Premier League, despite the fact that, you know, I don't think West Ham United ever were serious contenders to win it. But they're certainly pumping for that top four spot. But things look pretty good. I would say, you know, up at the end of November, they were in third spot uh, when they beat Liverpool 3-2. And that really was the letdown at that point. From that point onwards, they've only won one other game. And they were able to stay basically in the top four for a while. Uh, but then they dropped out of it with the loss to Arsenal and then finally the loss to Southampton. So very, very disappointing from West Ham United. I did not pick them to lose that match in point of fact. I picked them to win. So if you uh, if you bet me on that one, I'm par- I apologize. Uh, Aston Villa, Chelsea. Chelsea went to Villa Park and beat Vi- uh, Villa. Remember, I said if this were away at Stamford Bridge, I would like Villa more. But I said Chelsea were going to win um, at Villa Park because I think Villa a better road team than home team. Brighton, Brentford. I think I picked this as a draw. It ended up that Brighton womped 2-0 on Brentford. Poor old Brentford. Really like this team. 
doing great stuff. They are in 13th spot. I don't really think they're anywhere near relegation. They are, they're having a sort of one of these crazy seasons, up, down, up, down. They had that period where they lost four games in a row. But since that time, they've only really lost two, one, two, drawn two. So, you know, they're in pretty good standing. They have a really tough outing on a Wednesday against Man City. Uh, I don't think they're going to do much on that one. All right. I think that rounds out the matches other than the Newcastle-Man United match, uh, which we have discussed, <clears throat> which was a big point for Newcastle. Well, quite frankly, if it wasn't for Cavani, they would have had um, all three points. Okay. Well, let's get to the match prediction, shall we? Coming up here, uh, we are looking at all the matches here in the midweek. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Let's get to it. Let's start, shall we, with Crystal Palace, Norwich. And you remember both of these teams came off an absolute whomping uh, last time out. They're both suffering some uh, injuries. Uh, God knows what's happening with with COVID. Uh, Norwich, definitely a disaster for me. This team is already resigned to relegation. Um... And I just think they're terrible, honestly. No no Zaha for Crystal Palace after he got the red card against Spurs. Uh, they are at home. I, I have to like Palace for this one in a big way. Minus 160. Odds makers would agree. I'm going to give this one a score of three goals to one. And the four goals will give you over one and a half. It will be minus 125. Next up, Southampton, Tottenham. Southampton coming off that big win against the London team. Another London team there, right? West Ham United. Now they're playing Tottenham. I mean, not the Southampton, but I mean Tottenham are a London team, as is West Ham. So big, big win for Southampton, uh, who are sort of up and down, up and down. A very unpredictable team this season. Not a particularly great team, uh, but nevertheless, uh, they, that was their first win in six or seven matches. And now they're facing Spurs, who, on the other hand, are, well, let's just put it this way, uh, definitely in the ascendancy. They actually haven't lost a match since the end of October, and they've only had two draws. So uh, you have to like Spurs on this one, uh, definitely. This is away um, uh, at St. Mary's, but I am going to like Tottenham, minus 110. Odds makers like Tottenham too, so you're going to want to take Spurs for that one. No, I don't think that really uh, is requires much thought. Watford, West Ham, you know, two teams. West Ham struggling a bit. You know, Watford, uh, Ranieri's crying a lot about this. Uh, this is the first time Watford have played since the beginning of the month. West Ham have had four games since that time. For that reason alone, I think West Ham are going to bounce back, bounce back hard here. I'm going to go for a West Ham win, minus 116. Uh, this is at Vicarage Road. Odds makers would agree. The final match of the day, Leicester-Liverpool. This is a huge match. Uh, Leicester City got absolutely whomped defensively by Man City. They, If they play the same way, they are going to have the same result against Liverpool. I'm not sure Leicester have done anything to really secure that problem, right? Um, plus, Leicester have injury problems, a shortened roster, uh, uh, Liverpool need to win this. If, if they think they're going to be a title contender, that they're going to push Man City to the end, they've got to win this. They've got to win this by a good margin. I'm going to say three goals to one, Liverpool will win this. And the odds makers would seem to agree with me. 
Liverpool minus 260. Uh, three goals to one. By the way, this is uh, all these odds, again, courtesy of betonline.ag. Let's go to Wednesday. Chelsea-Brighton. And Brighton having a well-needed win on Boxing Day over Brentford at the Amex. And Chelsea getting a big win away at Villa Park midweek. Chelsea pushing for the top, wanting to keep pace with Liverpool, wanting to keep pace with Man City. Um, you know, as, uh, this is at Stamford Bridge. I cannot see Chelsea dropping points here against Brighton. I just, uh, I, I just can't. And I know Tuchel's whining about COVID, but look, I mean, they got a deep enough squad; they should be able to handle Brighton. So I'm going to say Chelsea one nil. Minus two thirty-five odds makers would agree. Brentford, Man City. God, I'd love to pick Brentford. Uh, plus 1,650, but you know, I just can't do that. Brentford will come out and attack Man City because that is all Brentford know. And they are going to get punished by Man City precisely for those reasons. Um, it's not a question of if Manchester City win, it's a scoreline. I'm going to say 4 0 Manchester City will win away against Brentford and uh, minus 575 uh, let's have a look over two and a half is minus 120 so you're going to take that because 4 nil is going to be the scoreline okay moving on to Thursday's matches Everton Newcastle and it's interesting because Newcastle, uh, Everton are, you know, one of these teams that I think we would have thought would have done better under Rafa Benitez. But it has been a struggle for them, certainly. And I don't think finding themselves 15th spot in the table is something that they really considered. To let you know how bad it is, they have lost one match since the end of September. That's almost four months ago. Three and a half months ago. One match since the end of September. Three draws and seven losses. It's bad for Everton. The match against Newcastle is a big must win for them. But Newcastle have to be looking at this match thinking that they might have a go. I'm going to take a draw, folks. I'm going to say plus 290, take the draw here. Everton, Newcastle, plus 290, big shock, right? Take the draw. And finally, Man United, Burnley. That will round out our matches for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday in the Premier League. Burnley's issue, quite frankly, they're just not putting the, go the ball in the back of the net. They've got one goal in the last three. They've only scored 14 in total this season. And they're coming up against the United side who, you know, uh, you know, I wouldn't say they found form because I don't think they have. I, you know, I, I think what they've done is if United was a sinking ship, 
Ralph Ragnick has plugged the holes and stopped the leaking. The ship is still very heavy and settling deep in the water. And it's not able to move particularly well. But it's not in danger of sinking. That's what Ragnick has done for this team. He's kind of tweaked them, tightened them up, you know, made them a little bit better, and allowing the big players like Cavani, great, great, you know, example right there, an opportunity to come in. But remember, this is a team that struggled against Newcastle. Albeit it was away, this is at home. I'm not sure that that's that much of a difference for them right now. But Burnley as a team, mm, heavily in the relegation zone. They have won one match all season, and that was a 3-1 victory at home against Brentford. There is not a chance they're winning this game. There is not a chance this is going to be a draw. So, folks, I'm going to tell you, Man United are winning this one. Minus 275, the odds makers picks. Over two and a half is minus 114. I'm going to take that. I think this is going to be a route. I'm going to say 4-0 Man United. And I hope from my lips to God's ears, it's not. But I think that's what it's going to be. So again, when we come back after the break, I'm going to wrap up quickly, give you all of the picks for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday in the Premier League, give you the odds, all courtesy of our good friends at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. They are there for you. When you bet on sports, though, do it responsibly, okay? Make it part of your entertainment dollars and not your lifestyle. If you do that, you'll be very, very, very happy. Uh, All right. I'm Nick Eber. This is World Soccer Radio. Find me on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast on Sports Overnight America. Uh, I'm going to be back to wrap it up right after this. All right, welcome back. God, I certainly hope that uh, 2022 will be the year of sex and drugs and rock and roll. We can all get back to having a good time, not worrying about masks, not worrying about vaccinations and boosters, not worrying about millions of our fellow citizens and human beings on this wonderful earth that we all inhabit perishing from a disease that is taking the wisest and the oldest and your 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 parents and your grandfathers and your grandmothers uh, you know anybody with a medical condition very susceptible to this terrible scourge as well as just anybody by the way so get vaccinated be smart and let's look for a great 2022 all right quickly here are my picks for tuesday wednesday and thursday in the premier league southampton tottenham take spurs plus 110 all odds courtesy of betonline.ag crystal palace norwich city take palace minus 160 although if palace if if norwich was so bloody awful i might be um tempted to take a draw on that but i'm not okay uh, next one next one up uh watford west ham you're going to take west ham at plus 116 leicester liverpool at the king power you're going to take liverpool at minus 260 chelsea brighton at stamford bridge take the blues minus 230 Five, excuse me, minus 235. Brentford, Man City, you're going to have to take Man City, minus 575. Everton, Newcastle, you're going to take the draw at plus 290. And finally, at Old Trafford, Man United, Burnley, 
as much as it pains me from the deep recesses of my soul to say this to you, you need to take Man United because I don't believe Burnley stand a hope in hell. So those are my picks. Head over to betonline.ag. Enjoy the new web interface. Loads of props and bets and all the sorts of things you want. Head over there. Those are my picks. Hope you do well with them. You know, we'll be talking a lot during the week, by the way, so we can go back and look. But I like to get all my picks out early that way. There's no ambiguity. You can't say, Nick, you keep changing your mind, because I don't. All right, that's going to wrap the show. Find us on our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. Search World Soccer Radio or anywhere you get your podcasts. Also, Twitter me, at Nick Ebert, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Till tomorrow, have a great night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.